Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D &D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the most commonly used emojis in my text messages. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the hard eyes, crazy fingers, tongue out face, Jerry. <laughs> Our most checking in. Uh, I got to say, my most used is definitely the monkey with his hands over his eyes. Because I always <laughs> say stupid uh. things to people. It's perfect. It fits every reaction. I love it. What about uh? What about you, Alec? My name is Alec. I play as of right now, Trail of the Ashborn, and my most used emoji on my phone is definitely the smiling purple devil. Oh nice. man, <laughs> it's embarrassing it's to one. say, but it definitely is. I use that one a lot, actually. Man, that should have been an R most one. That's high on my list too. Um, my name's Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker, your tiny little. Swarmkeeper Ranger, and I am definitely the smirk face emoji of this podcast. It's a good one. These are one so much. A similar, similar kind of theme to the uh, imp, smiling imp, right? Or it's kind of mischievous. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about you, DM? Uh, mine's the one where it shows no emotion, doesn't even have a mouth. It's just a blank face. It's just looking at you. I actually have that as my uh, profile photo in our uh, virtual tabletop simulator. Yes, it's Domes Feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know the deal. Before we roll for the recap, we got to do the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by Eyes Over the Monkey Face, Jared. Guys, have you checked out our website? 404pod.com. It's great. Everything that has to do with us has a link to all of our other socials, even our Patreon. You can even get into get into that if you want to from there. And of course, every episode is up there with a nice little player. Go ahead and check it out. 404pod.com. Merch, merch, merch. Yeah, merch, can I buy a merch, nice merch, hat merch, for myself merch, so I'm not merch, cold merch, in the winter, merch. Jared? You could. And if you go into the Discord and you're like, hey, I wish you had some cool socks. And you hit me up on the Discord, guess what? I might even add them up there. All right, now it's time to roll for the recap. Okay, so I've done the last two. In case you were born yesterday or just decided to join us at our most recent episode, we roll a giant foam D4 that has been eaten to shreds by my three fat-ass bunnies. When we roll it, one is me, two is Alec, three is Dan, and four is Jared. So I was the last two. So if those bunnies ate that dice and now... Mm. Yeah, it's not me. God damn it! <laughs> it's <Is it> you. <laughs> oh, it's me. That's a one. <laughs> it landed yeah. right on there. <laughs> God damn it! <sighs> I wish I had a three-sided die. Well, you got to do it like a 1940s baseball announcer. Uh, you want me to do a Mediterranean accent? I'll do a Mediterranean accent. <clears throat> uh, just go ahead and read it. It's yeah. cool. Last time on D&D 404, after going down to half Moraine, half Draconic form, Drell escapes from Death's grip as to awake to his naked Goliath body. Huffing and puffing, Minus makes his way to the top of Raven's Rest, where he finds Almost and Reginald hunt hunting a milky, tattooed frog. Leaving Almost to chase, Minus leaps to the tower to what should be his certain demise, but in a fit of shenanigarizing glory, manages to throw Drell his javelin while floating down to safety with the help of his rocky swarm. Drell continues to battle with Sully and Berthy, joining the fray. Even without his gear, Drell puts up a good fight, but not good enough. With a breath of necrotic fog, the Revenger brings Drell back 
to death's door. As if things could get worse, Armus lets anger get the best of him, as the Elgic blasts Froggy off the balcony into the cobblestone floor below. The mysterious caster breaks out of his polymorph, counterspells Minus' healing word, and leaves Drill dying in necrotic mist again. Take it away, bud! Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Minus, you've just tried to cast Healing Word on Drell, and as Sid went to go glow with Melora's holy light, it suddenly fades as you look at the tiefling, and he goes, counterspell. And then the light fades from Sid as he looks at his rubble uh, stone hands in confusion and shock and awe. What are you doing? Well, I believe that was the last thing I could do on my turn. So that was your action, yes. So now was my bonus action. Oh, what? Well, bonus action? Okay, well, yeah, it was your bonus action. So that interrupted my spell. Can I cast another spell as my action or no? Um, that first or spell was had a casting speed of a bonus action, right? It did, yeah. So then, yes, you can cast this spell as your action. I can. Okay, I'm gonna cast bless then as my action, since that spell did not go off on uh, me, Drell, and Berthy. And what that does is I bless up to three creatures of my choice within range, which is 30 feet. Whenever they make an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, then they can add a D4 to whatever they roll. When you go and cast a spell, Sid goes, he tries to like rub his two nubs together and he goes, me, me, and bless goes off and it shines down on you. And then you see Drell's body illuminate through the dark fog, but Berthy's does not illuminate when you targeted him. Would he already die? He just went down. I feel as if the spell didn't reach him. What? Oh my gosh. Do, do I have an idea that this might be because he's from Shadowfell or? In the current situation, you wouldn't know in an instant. Seeing how fast everything's going, you wouldn't know at this exact moment. Minus, give me, give me his bless too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give him two blesses. <laughs> Sick. And I think it's only, I can only target three at level two. So yeah, it would just be me, Drell, and Berthy. Uh, and then that means hockey does go away. Bye-bye, hockey. And you see the hawk flies up in a blaze of glory as you cast Bless. And it uh, hockey itself illuminates into holy foliage as it disappears from the battle. That's going to be all I can do on my turn. We're going to go to initiative 13, which is a downed Drell. Please roll me a death saving. Ah. Okay. 10 or higher. Okay, but I have bless, right? You have a D4, yeah. That's a one-time use? No, for a minute. Okay. So you get 10 uses, I guess? <laughs> uh, yeah. Or D&D land forever because nobody keeps track of it. So I need a 10 or higher? You needed a 10 or higher, would you? It's a natural 11. <laughs> All right, so you get one success, one. but you're still down. As the blood comes out of your mouth. He's still breathing. You still see some breath as your chest is palpitating, but it looks like you're trying to become stable. We're going to move to initiative 10, which is Berthy and Sully. You see Sully just towering over the black fog as he's coughing and he's like throwing up. Oh, oh, this is terrible. I would wish this on nobody. Oh, Bertie. 
Mur murky. <laughs> and he throws up more. There is no response from Berthy as when the necrotic fog went out, he dropped. He goes, oh, stop it. Whack. And he, throw he goes to smack the Revenger with his giant club. Ooh, he, as he goes to smack the Revenger with his giant club, he the Revenger turns his massive shoulder and deflects it out of the way. He's going to make another swing, and it's right on the money as he goes boom. And then as it gets deflected, he uses the momentum in a really cool martial arts way, like a, like a Ninja Turtle with a bow stay, flings it around his head. It comes back around, smacking the Revenger on the side of the head for, wow, 27 damage. Ooh, he actually maxed out his damage roll. Good for you, Sully. As Sully whacks the Revenger with his giant club, you see that the Revenger is actually taken back and he stops for a moment. As the Revenger stumbles backwards, you see that the armor becomes shaken and loose. We're going to go to the Revenger's initiative as the fog dissipates. As it looks like the giant club smack threw off his concentration. And as the fog dissipates, you see Drell on the floor and you see Berthy. You see Drell struggling to breathe. No movement from Berthy as he is face down on the floor. The Revenger is then going to regain his composure and he is going to lash out on Sully. Boom, boom. Dealing a total 27 points of damage as the second fist Hits him straight in his giant, fat, giant belly. So he goes and throws up one last time. He is down. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. It's you and me, Armos. We got this. <gasps> the Revenger stands up over the hill, the shadow hill giant. He looks around and he looks at you, Menace. We're going to go to initiative four, Armos at the top of the balcony. Woo! You just seen a whole shit show. Yeah. All right. Seeing Drill's body on the ground, Armos. Now filled with more rage, uses his uh, quick thinking to try to stop the tiefling from advancing onto his buddies. He casts firewall oh. around that middle. What's that middle area called? So there is an altar in the center of the courtyard. Yes, and he's in that altar that the tiefling is currently standing at. Perfect. I'm gonna do wall of fire in a circle around it. <laughs> A wall of fire erupts around this platform-like altar, entrapping the pale white tiefling. He has to do a dexterity saving throw. Absolutely. He has to beat a 16. He's going to take full damage as the flame wall takes him by surprise and engulfs him. Roll for damage. 37. As he takes 37 points of damage, almost as you see down through the middle of the flame wall into this flame circle that you've created. You see that he doesn't flinch from the flames, but his, some of his skin is definitely charred. Mm -hmm. You know very well, as a tiefling yourself, he is resistant to flame damage. Of course. Then, uh, with my movement, can I turn into an owl and then fly down? Um, so turning into the owl is an action. Okay. Um, since we, uh, it takes two turns to fall from the thing, I just jump off. <laughs> oh, so actually, I want to make a little rata to that. So after after Minus did a giant fall thing and we didn't know exactly how falling worked, I did a little bit of research since our last session. Uh, oh, when you man. fall, you instantly fall 500 feet. 
Damn it. So you could do an action while you're falling, like if that's what your turn is, but you fall 500 feet per round. That is an actual Dungeons and Dragons rule. So you are well within that. So you will hit the ground this turn. So you're, are you jumping over the ledge? Well, I wanted to now with this new rule. Uh, Let me think. Let me think. Hey, I lied. Um, Turning into an owl is a bonus action. I just looked up Wild Shape. Woo! <gasps> Ow! Owl time! Liar. <laughs> Man, dude, I'm getting... getting I got screwed last one. I almost got screwed this time. But do you lose your concentration on the wall if you turn into an owl? It does not interrupt your concentration spell. Oh, sweet. Okay. Uh, I turn back into the owl and start to fly down. So can I make it all the way to the ground? You absolutely can, yes. Knowing that time is of the essence to save Drell, he jumps off. And right before I hit the ground, I shapeshift back into the owl as I make a cool superhero landing <laughs> and look up ready for battle. But you do the superhero landing as an owl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a wing and everything. <laughs> One wing on the floor. Yeah. With your falling bullshit. We're getting good at this falling bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a mechanic on my sheet. Falling bullshit. Yep. One action. <laughs> uh, I can't see him now. Uh, <laughs> if, I, if he can't see me and I can't see him. Okay, let me. Can I do it again? Let me. Let me start over. Let me start. <laughs> As you jump off the balcony, Rachel goes, "Oh, whoa! What are we doing?" Whoa! As his bunny cheeks wriggle through the sky, and then you turn it to the owl, and then you see Reginald turns it to a rabbit type owl and he's like whoa what's going on oh i got two of my wings back and then you land on the floor in a hero pose and then you and then menace as you're staring down the iron knight you see in the corner of your eye a really badass owl beyond the flame circle the tiefling stares at its surroundings and sure enough walks through the other side he takes damage give him damage yeah give him give him that damage he rolled a nat 20 on his dexterity saving throw as he jumps through the flame wall in a cannibal-like motion with his rapiers at his side, and he flourishes them as he lands. 35 damage, so you do the math. Nine points of damage. Jesus! Double halved. <laughs> from being half and half as he flips through like a freaking ninja. <laughs> Comes out, flourishes his rapiers, and advances towards you, Menace, uh. as he's almost side-by-side side parallel with the Revenger. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> oh my God, I still have indigestion. <laughs> and I shoot fire at uh, this guy, <laughs> this tiefling, uh, on the side so it doesn't hit the, the giant. So that'll be 30, yeah, it'll be a DC 15 dexterity save against 33 points of damage. You see that as your flame breath erupts from your mouth, uh, you see that he pivots out of the way just the last second taking half damage he's going to take eight points of damage but he is taking it it's not healing <laughs> and then i'm going to use uh, one more time i'm going to try a uh first level healing word on drell <laughs> sid get drell <laughs> that'll be nine points of health back drell time seems to stand still for you menace as Sid becomes uh, luminescent with his holy energy as he begins to go green and then blue as leaves begin to erupt from his cracks within his stone body. As you see the light over Drell 
bless him one for a brief moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Drell, you get nine points of health out of it. Nice. Drell, we gotta we gotta go. We gotta I don't know what to do. Oh fuck. What the fuck happened? And then I am going to uh start use my movement to kinda try and go open the gates and just start to try and guide these guys back. Come get me! Come get me, you big doofus! <laughs> so yeah, so you go ahead and you cast healing word and then you use the rest of your movement to go to the southwest tower to try to get away and have them run towards you to try to distract them. And sure enough, those gates are open and the doors you just open is to a staircase that leads up to one of the towers in this, huh. this castle-like barracks. As the green torchlight emits through the doorway. We're gonna move to initiative 13, Drell. Air reaches your lungs <gasps> in a gasp. What the fuck? I guess he kind of just like looks around. He sees Berthy down. He sees Sully down. He didn't even know who the fuck this other tiefling is. And now he's just in our face. I think, okay. I want to use my turn to, I want to make a history check to see if I can remember possibly hearing the guards um, like while I was in the cell talk about like either like where they were going to store my stuff or like talking about my stuff where it is and shit like that yeah go ahead and roll me a history check fuck and this is the moment where drill realizes he's not good at history <laughs> <laughs> drill street smart not book smart. uh that is a 16 pretty good That's pretty good a 16 is going to do you well here so you remember as you try to think back you're like come on breathe think and as the dusty cogs in your head begin to turn with a with a 16 on your history check, you do remember some faint whispers of like two guards talking a little bit too loud. And you do recall a conversation between some unknown guards, anonymous guards, and Adelram discussing of what to do with your belongings. And you remember Adelram in hushed tones saying, what did you do with the big guy's thing? And you hear, you can't really hear the other guard, but you do know that he mentioned something of an armory. That he may have stashed them with the other weapons for the soldiers. Okay. And with a 16, I'll add to the fact that you are in a courtyard designed for training. But I wouldn't be able to get at least a general sense of direction, like from where I am, where the armory would be. Like, right? Like, because the, there's a tower in front of me, like, or would it be more back towards the other way where the training dummies are? Like, am I able to gauge a sense of direction? Like where that could be in the area I'm at or no? Yeah, actually, yeah, you would be able to. So where you're laying down as the Revenger is just in front of you and this white tiefling is like directly ahead of you, about 10 feet, 15 feet of you, you are in the training ground of the courtyard. And as you look around, you do see Menace as he like dashed southwards towards one of the towers. In front of you, there are two doors that have about 50 feet between each other. You know, the door on the right goes up to the northwestern tower. And then the door to the left is more of a, uh, it's like a house. It looks like a sturdy cobblestone structure. And the doors look very fortified on it. You can probably assume that this would be an armory. Cool. So I'm going to use that. So again, that's you said that's south, right? towards the gate that Minus's was headed? So yes, Minus heads south, uh, west. This door is actually just west of you. Okay, so I am going to, so Drell, realizing everything that's going on, 
trying to recall where his stuff is because he's just feeling absolutely useless in this fight. He's gonna take a deep breath and he's gonna look over at Armos and he's gonna say, Armos, do the thing. And then he's gonna make some movement. Um, he's gonna do the. He's gonna make movement towards uh towards the western towards the door. What? I know exactly what he just asked. That's fucking. It's amazing. So you get up and you make a movement towards the door as you make as you move thirty feet right behind the pale tiefling. I'm just gonna make a perception check here. He rolled a nat 20 on his perception as you run, and he's going to make an attack of opportunity on you as you try to dash behind him. Well, I mean, I did yell to Armos, so I mean, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Armos! I really don't feel like I was trying to hide after that, but okay. As you run behind him, he doesn't even face you. His eyes go from left to right as almost he's sensing you from behind him as he just spins and turns around with his two rapiers. With an 18 to hit. Mm. Misses. Woo! As the really? swords yeah. flesh <laughs> into the ground, he's going to miss that attack as he sneers at you. Eyes on me, asshole! <laughs> God, I really want to parry, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't engage. Yeah, right? Uh, Drell just kind of... he. He dodges and then he, as the TV looks at him, he just kind of does like the biggest grin he's ever done. We're gonna move to initiative 10, which is Sully. As you see Sully struggling to breathe on the floor, he is going to make a saving throw. Dude. Okay. We're gonna move to the Revenger as the Iron Knight sees you uh, running away, Menace. He's going to make a dash towards you. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. And he gets stuck between the building. That's what I thought. The same building. That's what I that thought. Drell, you're running towards and the main gate. The main gate uh, kind of juts in a little bit. So Minus kind of ran through like, um, this is just map awareness here. Minus kind of ran between two structures to get to the Southwest Tower. And you see that he kind of gets stuck there and breaks his way through as some of the cobblestone from the gate and this uh, house-like structure falls. And that is going to be his initiative. We're gonna go to initiative four, which is Armos. Armos hearing Drell's call for help. He knows exactly what to do. (laughs) And he casts darkness on the (laughs) tiefling. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) You, so... That means you have to break concentration here. Yeah, so my firewall's gone. Yeah, yeah, firewall goes away. You're rolling some dice here. You're betting on the fact that does this tiefling have devil sight? Just like you. I, I would not be surprised <laughs> if he gave this bitch devil sight just so he could be like, mm. Yeah, right. But with that, I'm going to get within 15 feet of the guy, which is on the altar. Uh, so I'm going to use that as my movement. Flying there because I'm still a bird. (laughs) (laughs) And just for the heck of it, uh, as a bonus action, I'll throw So to cast your spell, you have to go back to Arnold's form. You can't cast it from out of one. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. Hand gestures and all. (laughs) I fly over to the altar, then cast darkness in that order. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. You That's fly that. and land. That's awesome. As you and Reginald turn back into your original forms in this cool spinning motion, and then you cast darkness on Drell and the Tiefling with the focus on the Tiefling. Does it reach the the giant thing too? The Revenger? It's 15 feet around the... No, the Revenger is like about 60 feet away mm, from okay. where you are. Darkness is casted. And Drell, as you run, everything goes black. He, Drell anticipated it though. Because <laughs> that's exactly what he was asking Armas to do. <laughs> He's just going to keep running until he runs into a wall. Almost is that the end of your initiative? Uh, yeah, so that's my action, bonus action, and movement. So, yeah, that's everything. Perfect. We're going to go to initiative 20, which is this pale tiefling. And as everything goes black, look around. Nifty trick. <laughs> oh, that was the most rewarding <laughs> NPC villain <laughs> quote of the whole podcast. Drell just says a fist pump and goes, Yes, and then he covers his mouth again because he's trying to hide in the darkness. He is going to try to recall where he is kind of figure out which way to go, but you do hear sword slashes within the darkness as he's trying to find his way around. And Drell, as you're in mid-run, as the darkness erupts, he says nifty trick, and he slashes, and the breeze of the sword just misses you. Just past the glutes. Please don't tell me I clip my beard. <laughs> Fuck. But... In the darkness, since you are within range of this, you notice that as you are running by him on his initiative, you hear these disturbing whispers near you. And they sound like they're going off inside your head rather than you just hearing them. And it's in a language you cannot understand nor comprehend. You don't hear any vowels or syllables. It sounds like mush, but it sounds very much like many tiny little demons whispering in your ear. Stop, 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 stop. I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh god, oh, we god. Have to go. Come on, another 16. Oh. Let's go. That's a nine? Add a D4. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Wait, what was the DC? Well, I have a inspiration die. It's true. But I'm gonna save it. <laughs> um so that is a 12. It's good. You are going to take eight points of psychic damage. Oh. As the, as the whispering aura Use the inspiration dice Sears Drell and I know into uh, your mind. Wait, what happened? Do you remember how much I healed him for? Oh, fuck. Drell, with one hit point left These demonic whispers Are just eating At your very core We're going to move to initiative 19 Which is Minus Minus running as you just made it to the gates at the base of this tower with the Revenger hot on your trail, what are you doing? I'm casting another healing word first level on Sully. Okay. Sid goes, and healing word in a holy light is casted upon Sully, and his body glows. How much health does he get back? Seven points of health. Ooh. Assuming he's good to go. Oh, oh. Thank God. Oh. Soli, Soli, get Berthy out of here. Oh. We'll be fine. Oh. 
God damn it. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. I haven't slept in years. <laughs> a lot better than what I faked it. Alright, anyways. <laughs> Watermelon. So I'm gonna... <laughs> so that's my bonus action spell, and then I'm going to... Uh, is this door... Can I slip by this... Can I slip by the Revenger if I go to the door on my right? To the east? Yeah, so there is another side door um, that looks like at least the same area as the main gate. So just to give you like a point of reference, the main gate um, from the courtyard is like a big, huge thing, which you assume like artillery or massive amount of units would go through. This side door that you see next to the main gate is like a quick, easy access just meant for like casual use. You see the door shut. Uh, you can definitely make it to it. Um, you won't get an attack of opportunity because you're not going past the Revenger, but the Revenger is right there. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bust through this door real quick. You go up to the door and it is locked. You son of a bitch. As the door. <laughs> you do see that the door um, is locked on your side. Oh God. But you see that there's like a bunch of locks on it. So this is very much one of those like, <laughs> screw you, and then I jingle the door. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> uh, that didn't work, <laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> use my action to run up the stairs. I'm gonna shout, uh, uh, come on, come get me, and I'm gonna uh, go back and dash up the stairs. <laughs> awesome, so you go to like jingle the door, haha, <laughs> see you later, nerd. Oh. Later, nerd, and you dodge the other way <laughs> as you go back to the tower and you run up the stairs. We're going to move to initiative 13, which is Drell in the darkness, holding on to his last hit point. Drell. <sighs> okay, so I want to yell from the darkness um, to Sully. I'm going to say, yeah, come on, Sully. We can... Uh, we can really use ya, and I'm going to rally him as well. Ooh, ooh. Um, and that is another seven HP to Soli. And then I'm gonna keep moving in the direction, so I can make it to the door if I continue just moving in the same direction I was moving before it got dark. Yes. And then I want to use my axe. I guess I want to try to open it, and then if I need to use an act would that just straight up be my action or would i be able to see if it's no uh you can open a door in your movement if it's unlocked yeah so you were right on the edge of this darkness because there's a 15 foot radius um so as you keep running you're like instantly out of the darkness so like you may have like just caught your footing for a second as you went blind for a moment but you quickly uh catch your pace and then you run up to the door and then boom you just barrel into this door your rush and this iron door bursts open you are greeted by nice wooden floors with gray stone walls with weapon racks on top of weapon racks and there are two chests in the room god please don't let one be a mimic and next to one of the chests on the right you see your giant slayer and your axe leaning up against the chest okay i'm gonna use the rest of my movement to move to the chest and then use my action to open it. Yeah, you flick open this chest and there is a mimic. No, I'm just kidding. You flip open the chest. I'm cool with mimics now. I'm cool with mimics. It's sick. I have proficiency in mimics. It's all right. <laughs> you flip, you kick open the chest and there is your gear, but it's only your physical equipment. It's not your potions or anything. You gotta be fucking kidding me. It's your armor. I don't have armor. Uh, it's your weapons. Okay. <laughs> 
you, and you find um, your smaller items, like your horns in there, and your, uh, but you don't have your cloak because your cloak was still on you while you were in the prison cell, and when you transformed, it fell off when you turned into a dragon, so your cloak is not in there. But rations, money, all that is not in this trunk. All right, that's fine. Then I will use the, then I'll just gather all my stuff, my, my weapons and all my gear in that, and that's fine. Yeah, you're gonna use your turn and you're gonna don all your equipment. And we're gonna move to initiative 10. You, Sully. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay. He smacks his face. He go, oh, his cheeks, waking himself up. Oh, who did this? Oh, and he sees the Revenger. That's the first thing he sees as he's taking in his surroundings and he's trying to get to her. Hey, I. Are you? And he just takes his giant hands and he shoves them into the earth and he rips up a giant chunk of ground and he throws it at the Revenger <laughs> as if it was a giant boulder. <laughs> the earth smacks against the back of the Revenger, but the earth just crumbles around him. And the Revenger turns around and sees Sully as he just threw the earth at him and he is going to uh, make a decision here. Hey, over here, buddy. Get out of here, Sully, you will be fine. He looks at Sully and he sees him in his weakened state and then he sees the pale tiefling and the Revenger just turns around and looks at you as you just ran through the tower door and he uh. squeezes his way through, but he realizes that he can't fit through the door you just went in. So he looks up and he begins to climb the tower. Oh. As you climb the stairs, Minus, you hear the rumbling of the tower around you as the dust, as like stones begin to fall, debris begins to shake, <laughs> fall loose from the tower. All right, this is sick. It's a King Kong vibes going on. <laughs> the Iron Fist slams through the wall, rolling at disadvantage with the Nat One. <laughs> Goes right past you, and his Iron Fist becomes stuck for a moment, losing his second attack as he's trying to hold on to the tower with his free hand. Yeah, Menace like wall runs, hops onto the armor gauntlet and then hops off. Oh God, oh God. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move to initiative four, which is Armos. Yes. Armos sees Drell uh, just past his vision going into the room. He sees Menace making his way up a, a spiral staircase. He knows it's just him and the tiefling. You see the horns again <laughs> through the window? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Eldritch Blast the tiefling. Um, so the first one is a 23. With advantage? Ooh. Okay, then it's still a 23. <laughs> <laughs> and my second roll is a 26. Those are both gonna hit. Woo! First one does 11 damage, and the next one does 12 damage, and knocking him back. As you charge up your Elgic Blast, your eyes, as your pupils gloss over in red light, as your Devil Sight kicks on to see into the darkness, you double blast your Elgic Blast at him, dealing a significant amount of damage as you see this black darkness fog just get launched 20 feet forward. Does it get hit into the wall and take more damage? That'd be cool. not, no. oh. <laughs> Don't hit him into my door. <laughs> I'm going to move in between the tiefling and Sully and where I'm in the darkness as well. You know, I'm glad that 
Trail is finally on the same page as us because the darkness is like a warm blanket, you know? I feel comfortable in here. It's very comforting. There's no such thing as comforting or else the darkness. The void. Love the darkness. Where, where your deep desires thrive. <laughs> as I'm sprinting into the darkness, all the, the tiefling sees is just a pair of red eyes for just a moment and a, and a smirk as he sprints to him. <laughs> Then it vanishes. And as he gets launched 20 feet forward from the Elgic Blast, he goes, Enough of this foolishness and child play. And he is going to use one of his abilities. As you see his black pupils through the darkness, almost gloss over blood, uh, blood red and then white. He is using a spell called True Seeing. Ah. Uh, what if we just counterspell that? <laughs> Would you like to? I just wanna, I just wanna think about it for a second. Yes, I want to counterspell. <laughs> okay. Oh, that will be. Um, what what level are you casting it at? So good if it goes off. Four. Oh wait, 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 wait. Third level. Here, it's in the thing. Cast at fifth level. So it's at a fifth level. Just kidding. I see to roll a little roll here. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Is this a save? God, he has such good stats, but man, am I wrong like fucking ass tonight as his eyes gloss over and then flicker. As all he hears is counterspell. <sighs> How did he say it? Counterspell. <laughs> Greatness is often imitated, but never truly duplicated. <laughs> It's like when Catwoman leaves in Batman and he's like, so that's what that feels like. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. As his true seeing fails as you counterspell him. Yep, reaching that bag of tricks. Yo, I am. I'm reaching deep right now. <laughs> Almost as you counterspell his true seeing, you see that he sheets one of his rapiers as he feels up against the wall and he's trying to guide his way out of the darkness as he starts to move along the wall. We're going to move to initiative 19 minutes. I'm just going to try attacking this big old creature. Now this gauntlet's in the stairwell. I'm going to be like, oh, jump over, hop, hop, oh, come at me, boom, bing. <laughs> I'm going to start attacking. <laughs> Absolutely. So you go ahead and uh, roll a hit to see if you can break through the armor. Yep, so the first one is a 25. The next one is a 23. Those both hit. So the silvered rapiers will do 13 points of damage, plus four points of damage for my swarm. And as both those attacks hit, you see as he rolled a 19, his gauntlet rips back out through the wall. And he looks through the hole he created and sees that where you just were when you attacked. Yep. Okay, moving on. And I, keep, <laughs> I run 25 feet up the stairs. So with the rest of your movement this turn, you will make it to the second floor, which is the walls of the walls of this barracks. I just want to keep this guy as far away from my friends as possible. So <laughs> we're going to move to initiative 13. Drell, as you don your equipment in the armory. What are you doing? <sighs> Fuck, just to be sure, uh, the most important question I have to ask you, were my sunglasses in this first chest? <laughs> yes, your sunglasses were in this first chest. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yes, okay, Drell immediately, that is the first thing Drell puts on before he grabs anything else. Oh butt my God. naked puts on yeah, glasses. Yeah, butt naked first. with sunglasses, but it's fine. Um, okay, so I spent everything else um, last turn, like putting on 
and gathering from this chest. So I'm just gonna use a little bit of my movement to move over to the chest on the other wall. And then um, would it be a free action just to open the chest or would it like actually take like the action action to open? Yeah, you can use your movement, um, the rest of your movement to actually open it because it's, the same, it's considered the same thing as opening a door. You can open the chest with the rest of your Okay, then I'll, then I'll go with that then, yeah. And you pop open this chest and sure enough, there is the rest of your gear, uh, anything that's considered not armor. Okay, so Adrell opens the chest, immediately locks eyes with a potion of superior healing and just instantly fucking drinks it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, so good. <laughs> as the potion, uh, as the superior health potion reaches your deathly dry lips, you heal for how much? That is uh, 27 HP back. Ooh, oh, and then, that. and then, okay, and then I will use the rest of my action uh, or my my full action to just like collect all of those things, I guess. And then I'm gonna yell to Soli. Um, I'm just gonna say, Soli, uh, uh, Soli, uh, go ahead and um, just keep trying to help us if you can. And I'm gonna rally him again, but this time, oh, okay, it's not as good as I thought it was gonna be, but it's two HP. Yeah, you rally Sully, and he goes, okay. <laughs> As he looks in your direction. Yeah, the very last thing I want to do with my turn is yell to Armos. Um, Armos, drop the thing. <laughs> and then uh, that's the end of my turn. We're going to move to initiative 10, which is Sully. And Sully, as he hears your rally, goes, okay. And he runs over to the darkness, and you see that he's like trying... He's looking into it, but he's trying to see where um, where the tiefling is, and he's going to make a blind attack against it as he slams his giant tree truck down. No, no. Hmm. Are you sure he's in here? <laughs> well, I, I meant with the big robot guy, but yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> well, you gotta be more specific. Okay. We are gonna move to. The Revenger's turn as oh boy, he climbs up onto the wall. The Revenger scales the tower using the, his movement to get up onto the tower with you. As you run up the stairs and get on top of this watchtower, you see that there are actually two cannons facing inwards, but there's nobody around you operating those uh, towers. Just before the Revenger climbs the tower, as you lock eyes with him, you're able to see the rest of Raven's rest from this view as you're overlooking the main gate. And you see that there is chaos beyond the castle walls. You see that there are some buildings on fire, but there are Red Dawn Knights fighting the people in the town. And it looks like the people in the town are trying to rebel against the Red Dawn which is why you don't see any of the knights inside the barracks. It looks like they're having a hard time keeping the citizens of Raven's Rest at bay as the Kenkus are rebelling back. And you see that even some of the mercenaries are fighting alongside them. The same mercenaries that you saw in the tavern when you were getting jerky. You see that there's a few other hired mercs in the midst of those combat. And whoever was operating these cannons before may have left in a rush to go help and as you turn back to look into down to the courtyard that's where this giant knight reaches up and he's going to make an attack against you with a 28 hey -oh. 
and a 26. Yeah, yeah those will probably hit. He's going to deal. <laughs> it's never good when you need to calculate. You are going to take 38 points of bludgeoning damage as he scales this tower, going <laughs> cracking the floor around you as he's hitting you dead on with his massive gauntlet. And this is a haft? It is. Okay. Mm. Rocky skin. Yes, That's what I Rocky skin. That's probably what's <laughs> saving you right now. We're going to go to initiative yes. four, which is Armos. Armos, standing in the darkness with this other tiefling as he's trying to guide himself along the wall. And you hear some words from Drell. Yes. What are you doing? Can I hold? So when you hold your action, mm -hmm. breaking concentration, is that an action? You can drop. No, you can drop the spell whenever you want. I think that's what he that's what you want to hold, right? So you want this guy to have his turn in darkness and then drop it? Yes. So I can do my whole turn and then right on Drill's turn I can just drop it when he's ready to go. I would say if you want to do that, you're trying to time thing. If you want to time yeah. it, that would be an action, yes, because that's like you're strategizing. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, if you would like, I would let you hold that action, but that is the action you're holding. If that's gonna be my action, I can still move and do a bonus action. Yeah. Hearing Drell sound like he's ready, hoping that everything's good, Armos prepares for the worst as he drinks a potion, getting 17 hit points back. So Armos is going to go ahead and take a few steps back out of the darkness and get ready for the assault that's about to happen. So <laughs> yeah, so you go ahead, you hold your action, and you're going to time it to drop the darkness when Drell is ready attack and you see him getting ready through the darkness through the open doors with your devil sight all right we're gonna move to initiative 20 which is the tiefling so as he's guiding himself he feels the door that is open as he's walking along the wall he goes this is foolish and he go he's gonna cast a spell you see that he glows in the darkness almost his whole body glows as the tattoos on his body and then his horns illuminate as if he just casted a shield over his whole body. When he does that, you notice something, something very specific. As his back is facing towards you in the darkness, you see along the underside of his horns look red and crystallized as if they resemble the shard on your tome. And you see that that's where the magic is being casted from. Ending his turn, we're gonna go to initiative 19, Menace. Oh God, uh, I'm just gonna uh, fight this dang thing now. I'm on top of the tower. I'm just trying to keep him away from my buddies. So even though I don't know if I can do much, Menace is definitely just trying to keep it at bay. So I'm going to just keep attacking this dang guy. Ooh, that's a four for the first one. So even with bonuses won't help. And then that'll be a... Uh, 23 for the second attack. That will hit. Uh, so that's going to be 11 points from my silvered rapier. And then I'm also going to use my swarm feature to have my swarm gather around me and move me back five feet mm -hmm. and give me half cover. You slash with the, with your weapon and you cut right through his armor and you see it begin to shake. And as you slash across his breastplate, you made a wide enough gash that you can see inside of it as the armor is now shaking and struggling to maintain its form. You see inside the armor and it's just erupting in green flame. 
There is no body inside the armor. Is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, I'll do, I guess I have a bonus action, so might as well drink a potion. And I, while I'm in half cover, I'm like, oh, quick, 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 give me a potion. <laughs> he almost drops it and he gives it to you. Yep. <laughs> as these little SIDs grow little wings and they are levitating you back with your swarm keeper ability, we're going to move to initiative 13. Drell just hears the most intense metal rock just going off in his head as he starts to walk out of this as he starts to walk out of this armory. And as I see him walking out of the armory, I lower the darkness. Okay, so I am going to drink a superior, I'm gonna drink another superior health potion. Okay. Oh my gosh, so many ones. That's even less than I got last time. Damn. Um, 26 HP on top of that. And I'm, go uh, yeah, so then I'm gonna just tell Sully, Sully, go help Menace kill the fucking Revenger. <laughs> and then, as Armos drops the darkness, Drell looks at the tiefling and says, Armos and I have this bitch. And he's gonna <laughs> fucking hit him with his axe. And that is a 23 to hit. That is going to hit. So the first one is, um, okay, that's 14 damage on my first attack. Nice. I'm gonna go ahead and take my second attack. Uh, so that's a 26 to hit again. He is going on your second attack, as you hit him with the first one, he sees you come up from behind him. The first attack lands, and he is going to use a reaction, and he's going to parry you. As as your second attack comes down, even with the 26, he deflects your sword. Uh, what weapon are you using? Uh, wait, that's not parry. Do you just mean like... You're using... No, parry is different for your abilities. There's This is like a monster. Monster moves are different. You're going to confuse the listeners if you say parry. Okay. Well, monsters no. have a parry move. Okay. <laughs> Are you using your axe or your sword? Uh, my axe. Okay. As you come down with your axe, he is going to use a reaction and he's going to parry. He's essentially adding uh, AC mechanically. He's going to add AC and he parries your axe as your axe goes straight to the floor. Okay. Well, what did he add to his AC? He added five. Hold on. What did I roll? Because I, my boy, I got bless. He does have bless. You roll a 26. Oh, okay, so I rolled a 26, so he bumped his AC up to 26? That you don't know. Okay, well, so I rolled a 26. Oh, fuck. Plus a one. And I add one ah. to 27. <laughs> uh, but it hits. That will hit. <laughs> yes, oh. thank God. <laughs> wow. wow. Yes. That is very clutch. Got it. Jarrell just thinks of Menace in that moment. As he goes to parry you, you pull it away, you bunt him in the face, and then you come down with the attack. <laughs> Drell, Drell kind of would, would love to, like, uh, swing his axe, he gets parried, and then just kind of kicks him in the nuts. But um, <laughs> he definitely wants to slash him damage, so uh, he's going to use his axe. That is a uh, 10 damage. And um, that is my turn. We are going to move to initiative 10, which is the giant. And he goes, what's a revenger? Oh, oh, god damn. Okay, and he sees um, the giant knight on top of the tower, and he goes, okay, I got this. And he picks up more earth from the floor like as if he's picking up a giant boulder, and he goes to launch it at the giant knight. It goes right past him and hurls over the knight and menace. It's advantage because he's doing it from behind, right? <laughs> it is not. Uh, the knight is going to go 
We're going to move to the Revenger. The Revenger is staring you down, Minus, and he's going to make two more attacks on you with a dirty 20 Ugh. and a 21 to hit dealing. Oh, of course. A total of 38 bludgeoning damage. Same exact thing. Wow. And as the flame erupts through the gash, you see that it begins to morph and shift. And he blows a cone of this necrotic fog at you. And he should make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. I'm going to use my inspiration die. Yeah, that'll, that'll be much better. Uh, 15 on my con save. Ooh. Uh, sorry. Uh... 19. 19 on my con save. Ooh, very nice. You're going to take 48 necrotic damage halved, which is 24 damage. As this deathly fog sprays out at you. That is going to be the end of its initiative. Almost. Seeing Drell back in the fight, looking healthy-ish. Um, he's going to, yeah, you know. Now that I am not concentrating on anything. I'm going to, um, as a bonus action, hex the tiefling, and then right after that, I cast Eldritch Blast. So the first one, Eldritch Blast is 17, and the next one is 22. 17 is going to miss, ah. and 22 will hit. First one does, uh, how much damage did it say? 13 plus four, so 17 damage for the one Eldritch class that hit Nice. And then um, doing that, I'm going to kind of stay in, like stay parallel to him. So it's the tiefling against the wall. There's the altar that was in the middle and I'm gonna move just a little further back <laughs> to stay out of the, uh, out of the fray. Well, yeah, I'm just going to take a step back, but get parallel with him so that uh, Drell's not in the crossfire. And then that will be my turn. As this tiefling just got mollywopped by Drell, and he gets hit with an Eldritch Blast, you see that he's beginning to bleed, and he goes, enough of this. He's going to use his bonus action as he, with his free hand, reaches into his pocket, into one of his bags, and he takes out a blood shard. <gasps> oh, my. No, those are my favorite. You see that he holds the blood shard in his hand and then he crushes it within his palm and the energy begins to flow through him as his skin begins to crystallize a little bit and his wounds begin to heal, regaining. He's then going to look at Drell. He goes, my turn. And he's going to make an attack against you, Drell, with his two rapiers mm -hmm. with a 19 and a 24 to hit. Okay. Uh, so both of those are going to hit. He's going to deal a total of 14 points of slashing damage. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to use <laughs> something you're familiar with. As he slashes you with both his rapiers, he looks you in the eyes and he goes, action surge. And he's going to make another ah. action against you. Uh. Uh, as he slashes you with the rapiers again with a 24 and a 22 to hit, dealing an additional an additional 14 points of slashing damage. This is magical, by the way, so you were taking full. Yeah, yeah, I was taking it anyways. Okay, and then he's going to use a bonus action to cast a spell. 
Didn't you use bonus action on the shard? Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, because that's going to just it's a full action. You are absolutely right. And then as he ends his turn, you are within range as you hear these demonic whispers again. I need you to make me a wisdom saving. I am going to use my inspiration dice on this one. <laughs> his blessing going to help that. Uh, yeah. Oh my fucking god. Holy. All right. Well, bless doesn't help either of them. Uh, that's in that one. You're going to take 12 points of psychic damage as the demon, demonic whispers eat into your brain. Okay. Menace, you are still on top of this tower with this erupting iron knight in the midst of this necrotic fog. What do you do? First thing I do is I pop in a, another health potion, this time my superior, because I just need to stay in the battle here as my bonus action. And then uh, I'm going to keep attacking it with my dang rapier. Uh, that one's going to miss. Uh, they're, they're both just like miss, miss, miss. I don't think even my bonuses would help. No, the highest was like a 15. Because I didn't hit, I can't do anything with my swarm, and I'm just sucking up a potion. <laughs> you suck down the health potion, and it's going to go to initiative 13. Drell, as you just took a flurry of blows from this tiefling, what are you doing? I'm going to go ahead and drink my very last. So yeah, so Drell pops open the pops open the good old superior healing potion. He drinks it, and he heals for a 34 damage. And as he's uh, as he's uh, wiping the remnants of the potion off of his mouth, he looks at the tiefling and he says, "That was pretty cool what you did with the blood shard." Too bad I did it about 15 episodes ago. <laughs> and I fucking hit him uh, with my uh, axe again. That's amazing. Fuck, it's not as cool. Oh, wait, I get blessed. Uh, 17 to hit? That is going to miss. Okay, second attack uh, is going to be a 19 to hit. That is going to miss. Okay, plus three uh, is a 21 to hit. That is going to miss. Wait, plus three? 19 plus 3 is 22. Oh, 22. Yep, that is going to miss. Jesus fucking Christ. God. You notice that all with a 22 to hit, you manage to graze his skin, but it doesn't break through as he, like, pivots away as he sees your attack coming. Okay. And then I guess the last thing I'm going to do is uh, look over at Soli and say, Soli, get up there and help Menace. <laughs> as you turn to yell at Sully... He is going to use a reaction on your second attack, and he is going to, as he spins to dodge that second attack, he's going to kick you um, and shove you 10 feet back. Uh, wait, so it's just movement, or does it do damage? It does not do damage. He's, he's shoving you. We're going to move to initiative 10, which is Sully, and Sully goes, uh, how do I get up there? And then he looks at the way where the tower the tower door is, and he goes, I can't ever do that. We're Oh, he looks around and he go. He's like he, he's absolutely confused what to do. Goes, oh, oh, okay, I'll try. And he picks up more uh, dirt and he tries to throw it at the Revenger. Ooh, with a twenty-four the hit, he finally hey. takes up this large chunk of earth and throws it, and it hits the Revenger in the back. Boom! 
dealing 20 points of damage, the armor begins to fall off. His pauldrons, his leg pieces and pieces of his gauntlet and his helmet. And underneath the armor is all this green flame. And you notice right at the collar between the chest piece and his, and his helmet piece is this rune of a magical incantation glowing. Minish, you are staring down a flame elemental in a giant suit of armor. And it breathes fire as its face is revealed. As more of this green flame is let out. The Revenger is now going to take its action and is going to slam down on you once again. Heyo. First is gonna make a concentration check. The fog drops as the as the rock hit him, knocked him out of concentration, and the chronic fog dissipates. He's gonna come down with an 18. This is and a 16. No, no, I don't have my that actually hits, but the 16 will miss. He misses with the first attack and comes down with the second attack, hitting you with 13 points of bludgeoning damage. We're gonna move to initiative four, which is almost. Almost, you see that now that the tiefling is out of the darkness. He is wailing on Drell, and you now you see this half-armored flame elemental up in the tower facing down Minas as a giant rock from Sully just knocked off all of his armor. Debatable about the wailing on Drell, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's a 50-50 fight. <laughs> it's going back and forth. It's a dog fight. The fire elemental that's up there, which way is he facing for, from me? Is he facing me? It's back is towards you. You know what? I'll do the first Eldritch Blast on the, the Tiefling. Seeing Drell struggling with the Tiefling, I send another Eldritch Blast towards the Tiefling, and I don't like that. <laughs> Hit him again. <laughs> so, inspiration, I get a reroll. Well, I'm going to reroll that because it was an 11. It's a 21. That is going to miss. All right, sending another one. It's an 18. Ah. That is going to miss. <laughs> so when you cast both these spells at him, you notice that the spell he cast before was definitely some type of protection spell. Mm -hmm. As the Eldritch Blasts aren't pushing him. They're like binking off his uh, off his skin. I'm just going to do Hellish Rebuke just to get something on him. So I call for Reginald to go in and, uh, and Hellish Rebuke the Tiefling. Reginald, get him! Oh, okay, And he teleports off his shoulder, teleports onto the tiefling, and he goes, Oh, you look a little bit familiar. And just, boom, turns into a giant flame. He's going to make a next 30 save throw. You got a 16. That's on ties. Ties go to me? Ties go to you, yes. Woo! No, wait, ties go to the defender. Ah. So he's going to take half that damage, so half... What'd you roll for damage? 26. Ooh. It's good though. But it's also fire. He's going to take eight points of damage. It's halved and halved again. And then Reginald appears on your shoulder. Oh, I think I got that guy pretty good, Alvarez. What do you say? I think I got pretty good. I don't think he even blinked, but you know. Back to Wallop. I think I'm pretty good where I am. I can see everything, see everybody. So yeah, staying where I'm at. We're going to move to initiative 20, which is this pale tiefling as he gets 
set on fire but doesn't even flinch and he is going to use his bonus action to take out another blood shard and he crushes it within his hand and his skin begins to crystallize and become more dense as the souls within the gem go into him as his wounds begin to heal over you see his skin reforming and crystallizing over it and he's his body starting to look more like it's infused the blood shard and he is going to advance onto Drell as he makes uses his movement to run towards him and make more attacks. Misses with a 14 and a hits with a dirty 20 as he's going to do ooh, 16 points of slashing damage. Uh, I am going to parry his attack with one of my um, superiority die. So it's it's on the uh, hit. So it's just going to reduce my damage by a D8 plus two. I get. Uh, I don't think I get to reroll that. So it's only just reduced by four damage. So how much was it again total? 16. So it's just 12 damage instead. Okay. And as his turn ends, you are going to make me another wisdom saving throw as the demonic whispers are eating at you. Well, I'm really good. glad I went and reduced the damage. Uh, that's a nat 20. Oh, Wow. Yeah. I inflict whispers on him. No, I'm just <laughs> I just look at him and go. Pss, 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 you were going to take pss, seven like... points of psychic damage. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fuck. As the whispers are a little quieter this time around. You see that like as he's moving, it's so natural how he's fighting with these rapiers. He's a very dextuitous type of fighter. Mm -hmm. You're dextuitous. You're dextuitous. <laughs> and we're going to move to initiative 19 minutes staring down the jaws of a flame elemental yeah erupting in green anger what are you doing i'm i'm just multi-attacking this guy uh 22 for the first that will hit and then the next definitely hits so i hit him twice with my silver rapier for 12 points of damage and maybe there's a chance maybe I'm going to use my one of my swarm abilities after hitting with an attack to try and shove. You know, it's a DC 14 or it gets shoved 14 feet, uh, 15 feet off of this dang building. So maybe it'll roll it out one, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do that as you slash down with your rapiers and it begins to react to your weapons. It reacts to the attack and it begins to grow bigger and larger as you're slashing down and it erupts as green flame goes everywhere like a giant massive explosion i need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw as this as the revenger blows up man i was gonna kick it off and it wasn't gonna explode on me this is shadow oh my god that's terrible 14. You are going to take 20 points of fire damage as this thing explodes in your face. I'm going to use a reaction then. I'm going to use I'm going to use absorb elements to have it in store uh, store oh. that fire into my blade. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. As this flame and mental explodes at second level, you take 10 points of flame damage and a giant crater is left on the side of the tower of where the Revenger once was. He's officially slain. Awesome. I'm going to use the rest of my movement to jump down <laughs> off of this building and bonus action float and land 
you jump as this thing's exploding you absorb half of the damage and you jump off with your swarm going yay uh, epic yeah, explosion fire coming behind me and that is where we're gonna end this week's session i'm coming oh, nice oh my god dude nice yay. Awesome. <laughs> one down one to go yep dude feeling, i got feeling oh, good can't wait <laughs> Wow, what a session, what a session. Divide and conquer, boys. I am proud, I am proud. Started a little, uh, you know, a little weird, but uh, here we are. Look at that. Yep. Dude, my next turn, <laughs> I think, is going to be pretty good. I forgot about absorb so elements, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. We're going to talk about it on the after show. but I have a lot to say about that. I was thinking about that all podcast. I've been thinking about it for 60 one episodes. <laughs> now I see why you didn't want me to to bing the thing. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just knock it off the tower and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am going to fact check myself in the after show to see if you can actually shove a fire elemental. Uh, I don't think you can because that's not a physical form. I, I'm going to look at the monster stat block in, in a few minutes in during the after show to see if you can. I think you could do it with magical weapons. Or like in a magical ability, but I don't think you could just push an elemental, uh, a flame or a water elemental. I have the solution. If you guys want the solution, going over to patreon.com slash dnd404. We're going to talk uh, about it in yes. the after show. What a, what a, <laughs> man, you should work for Wizards of the Coast, making people buy rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to know this mechanic? You can yourself, you know, you can, you can join Patreon to. and you can buy learn about it don't worry you about want to hear Google. our take on it go to the come on <laughs> this is a good episode i think everyone had a pretty cool moment yeah i had a um i had a pretty i was about to pull the uno reverse card on menace to try to help him with that fire elemental and i will explain that in the after show oh okay mm. okay but now i don't have to do it thank god because <laughs> i really didn't want to but anybody got anything else before we uh head on out uh, yes. So if you're hearing this by the time this is out, uh, currently it is the 14th and tomorrow is the 15th and the greatest show ever comes back on TV. Ted Lasso. Uh, March yes. 15th. Yeah. Mm? Mm. <laughs> so if you ain't watching it or if you haven't started, it is literally one of the best feel good shows you can watch. Highly suggest. It's not bad. Super excited. It's not bad. What? I haven't oh seen God. it. I want to watch it. I like the actor, but I hate sports. I Not sports related. I, me, you will laugh and cry almost like so many episodes. The one thing about Ted Lasso is when he, Jason Sudeikis accepted the award that he got for this show, he was baked out of his mind and it was during COVID. And so he was like, uh, it was like via like Skype and he did his speech totally like high as a kite and he was just laughing at himself the whole time and everyone was just like dying laughing <laughs> so it was pretty good i like ted lasso it's pretty cool and on that note we're gonna go ahead and close out this week's session with the patreon shout outs say goodbye everybody bye-bye goodbye bye, bye. and now it's time for the patreon shout outs first up we got the blood shard bandits and the first member of the blood shard bandits is Ulrich shield dust Ulrich Shieldust is still stuck in the freezing tundra of North Trillis. After recently escaping the cave of a dangerous snow monster, Ulrich requests that you hold all questions about the event until a later time. He's just not Yeti to talk about it. 
Next member is Benjamin Hayes. Graduated recently from the Sigic College, he is now a part of the Bloodshard Bandits. However, Benjamin's celebration and jubilation turned to dread as he was recently struck down by a member of the Red Dawn. But wait, there's hope. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. Our next member is Julius Kendrick, and Julius is still on the run. However, he is not hiding. Crimes have been reported of Kendrick's evil doings. The most recent report is that he recently slain someone, a recent college graduate of the Sigic College. How tragic. Our last Bloodshard Band member is Reigns, and he has been reported lost. Oh no! Recently, Reigns was last seen headed to North Trillis to go storm chasing. However, no one has heard from him in quite some time. The frozen tundra can be a harsh place, and certainly no place for Reigns. And now we're going to move on to our Sigic College alumni, and first up we have Andrew Hall. Andrew is one of our newest members to the Sigic College. A bright, inspiring future lays ahead, but at what cost? Will Andrew use his powers for evil? Who knows? Too soon to tell. Next is Artemis, and Artemis is on patrol. With the recent discovery of Kemi Joe's new friends, Artemis eagerly awaits for the return of the Bloodshot Bandits. Although he has been spending way more time in the dorm room showers recently. For some reason, hmm. Anyway, next up is Robert Crisp, and Robert has done it. His new invention worked. Their most recent prototype did not explode when powering on. Hooray! Nearby towns and hamlets are safe for now. However, his new breakfast machine tends to overcook the eggs. And speaking of rotten eggs, it leads us to our last digit college member, Saint Chaos. Chaos has been busy at the Tinkerer College, pranking the Alchemist students. Recently, he stole all the Alchemist boiling flasks and replaced them with phonies. The student nurse has been quite busy. And now we're going to move on to Humbrae's heroes. First up is Alex Judge Dredd, most feared bounty hunter in Humbrea, and he's on a well-deserved vacation. Good for them. Next up is Angel the Ranger with their adorable Pitbull companion. Currently, they are patrolling the Riverwood Forest. Rumors say that the Koatoa sightings have increased over the last few months. Next up is Man with Glass, and he's currently missing! <gasps> Man with Stone has been listed as suspect number one. He must be found at all costs. Lastly, we have Sergio, the Vagabond, Traveler, and Tavern Brawler. A recent bounty was placed on Sergio's head for fighting in a tavern. Some say it was out of self-defense, but one thing is for sure, though, he was quite mysterious. And that's it for this week's shoutouts. If you would like to be added to this fabulous list, head over to our Patreon and find out more. Until next time, everybody, see ya!